Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself. And I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. A very warm welcome to the Friday edition of the Balancing Act podcast. It is fab to be here with you. And yeah, how are you doing? Life feels pretty full on right now. Um, I wonder if it does for you too, because I distinctly get the impression from many, many people that I'm speaking to that, yeah, that's very much the case. It feels like things are really ramping up towards the end of the year. Um, For you, it might be home life, it might be work life, it might be another round of um illness from nursery or school or wherever. And then we add all of the COVID chaos on top of that. And wow, the uncertainty is like, it's so real right now. And I think it's often in the uncertainty that this sense of like anxiousness or stress can really um, flourish. It can for me anyway. And I know that in from my own experience, my head just feels all over the place at times. I have that, you know, flying by the seat of my pants type feeling quite a lot. Um, not, I think it's that you may be making a plan and then being very open to the fact that that may well change, may well change beforehand, may well change in the moment. Um, and yeah, it's all of that. I and I notice in that I I have this real sense of like wanting to be methodical in feeling like getting towards that sense of closure for the year. I'm also getting excited in starting to make plans for 2022. And yeah, with that, that's like constant uncertainty. I feel like day by day, I don't really know what's happening. And not knowing how how the rest of the year really will pan out. And so I know for myself in this, I'm really trying to like make space for everything, which can really feel like quite challenging when your priorities maybe feel quite split. You're not quite sure where your attention wants to go, what would feel like the most nourishing thing for you right now. Um, And so I really want to like, offer you that opportunity to just like give yourself a hug and a pat on the back and know that you're doing an amazing, incredible, wonderful job. And this is just, it's a, I say just, it's a challenging time. It's a um, very full on time for so many of us. And so I guess almost in this theme, what I want to talk about today, which I'd sort of pre-plan but feels extra relevant now is it's about how perfectionism can show up at Christmas and I suspect if you are a regular listener here that you will associate with perfectionist style tendencies at at least some if not a lot of the time. And I know that for me a large part of perfectionism 
is about wanting to feel like in control. I want that, like the sense of certainty of knowing how things are going to turn out and like the what the finished product is going to look like, what my experience is going to feel like, all of that. It's this, this like desire for, for control really um, that drives my perfectionism. And I think that over Christmas in any normal, what is normal anymore, but like in even in um, Christmas has gone past, let's say that perfectionism can really come to the forefront. But particularly now when, as I, I said, there's that extra own undertone of uncertainty, this um, like need for wanting to know how things are going to go, what it's going to look like can really ramp up. So I know for me, um, like at Christmas, it's what this then practically looks like. And you may relate to this a bit more readily than this need for control, because the, the control thing can sometimes be the like the underlying reason. But for me, it's then like wanting to do everything myself. So taking taking like everything on in terms of the, the Christmas preparation um, because if I do everything, then I know that it's done just how I want it. And that can be things like buying presents, wrapping presents, um, planning the like our logistics. Um, it can be um, planning like meal planning. Uh, it can be like planning decor or, you know, all creating the nice environment. It can be planning just particular activities that we're going to do, etc., etc., etc. I'm sure that you will be able to think of many of your own. But in that, then what we're trying to do is we are trying to plan, like meticulously plan everything so that it will then lead on to the experience that we want and I know for me, there was this real sense that like I felt that I had something to prove. And this was particularly the case whenever I was in a, a job that I didn't feel like I was really fulfilling my potential. Like I didn't feel like I was fully proving myself at work. And so things like Christmas and that's, you know, a big, a big eventful time. It became, I think, more important to me then to feel like I was doing a good job. I'm using my air quotes here, a good job at that time. Um, because it sort of, yeah, it, it like filled, filled that bucket for me. But what happens then is that because I have like put so much effort into like this meticulous planning and uh, like a lot of doing, a lot of time and energy into it, it then means that I'm very easily disappointed when it doesn't turn out exactly perfectly. Um, I wonder if you relate to this bit too. So then when I'm disappointed, I I look for like I, I look to apportion the blame somewhere. And 
that leads to this cycle of like frustration, of disappointment, of of feeling sad. And it's easy to like get lost in that. And what that then serves to do is only reinforce the fact that I am not then having the experience that I set out to create. And um, yeah, that feeling can be really lingering and it really, it can dampen, it can really dampen the the whole spirit of the the festive season. So, yeah, I wonder, like, if you, if you, one, if you relate to this, and then two, if you are open to maybe digging a little bit deeper um, in yourself to see what it is that is, like, driving all of this, this need for planning, this need to feel in control of everything and this need for things to work out just as the way you want them. Because um, like I mentioned, quite often it's that we're trying to prove something to ourselves. Like, And this is by no means our, our fault. It's by no means like a coincidence. You know, we are trying to show that we can live up to the standards of the TV adverts that we see, the like picture postcard version of Christmas. Maybe photos that you see on social media or elsewhere online of other people that you know or maybe once knew from many years ago and what their festive season is looking like. Or maybe it's even um, like family members that you feel judgment from. Um, It's that sense of like trying to prove yourself either like, yeah, to yourself or more likely to something external to you. And so I think that what I've found really useful in this is rather than focusing on all the doing, like setting a clear intention for how you want to feel. And if you are in a position just now where it feels safe to do so, i.e. you're not driving or you just don't feel comfortable, um, then, you know, feel free to come back to this at another point. But if you are somewhere that you feel um, able to close your eyes, then please do so. And just take a moment to picture yourself on maybe Christmas Day or something like a prominent occasion over the festive season for you and decide like how do you feel like if everything was turning out perfectly if everything was just as you hoped how would you be feeling in that moment so keep that vision for maybe a few breaths you feel free to pause the episode if you would like but focus on that how you want to feel. And then when you come back, decide how do you get to support yourself in creating those feelings? Not everything that goes around it, but the feeling itself. Because when you are able to be clear on like why you're doing something, like what it is, what the feeling is that you want to create behind it, then you get to choose how to do it. And in that how, it doesn't have to be the picture perfect version. So let's take an example of like crafting something with your kids. For example, let's say gingerbread houses. <laughs> Who knows how like virtually impossible it is 
to create a picture postcard version of a gingerbread house, especially when you have like a four-year-old and a a two-year-old involved. Like, yeah, the odds are stacked way against you. And so the tendency there is to like try to get everything just right, to try to get everybody to stick everything in the right place. So the house like turns out looking like it does on on the box or the picture. And, you know, it's never it's never going to happen. And we know like we know that. And really, like probably what drove us to do that in the first place wasn't wanting like the the perfect looking house probably isn't particularly meaningful to us. What we want in that is the fun experience of spending time with our kids, giving them giving them our attention, like allowing them to be creative and in their their own flow and, you know, get immersed in, yeah, having fun and um enjoying the experience together. And so when beforehand you're able to like get clear on on that intention for how you want it to feel, i.e. fun and creative. It, from my experience anyway, it, it becomes easier then to let go of the perfectionism. And you know then that that finished product can be a reminder of the experience that you were able to have, i.e. like the fun and creative feelings, rather than it being a reminder of the like the picture postcard version of a gingerbread house. So I'm really intrigued to hear how this lands with you. I'm really intrigued to hear if um, this perfectionism or perfectionism tendencies are something that show up for you, particularly at Christmas time. Um, and if you do find yourself getting lost in it, then please do not be hard on yourself. There's no need to beat yourself up here about anything. And but if you would like some support in like like getting out when the stories kick in and you do start to get in your head about it, if you would love some support getting out of that, then please do head over to Instagram at Debbie Leco and check out the Connect to Cam series that I've been running every Monday and Friday through December. And what it is, it's just five minutes of guided relaxation to support you in, I think, in a nutshell, getting out of your head and getting into your body to really connect to that feeling of inner calm that um, will be way, it will give you benefit way beyond those five minutes that I can guarantee so yeah, head over. There's a few different videos there now. So pick the one that the best fits how you're feeling in the moment. And yeah, I'd love to hear how you get on. So with that, take care and I shall speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you'd like to connect with other working mums just like you, are seeking more balance in their everyday, then come join us on the free Facebook community, The Balancing Act for Working Mums. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on your favourite platform so that we can spread the word to all the working mums out there looking for more balance. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.